0: history of Oklahoma is about winning championships. Brooks trying to make something happen. He breaks free. And he breaks out. Forget the field goal. whatever with a touchdown. What is up, Sooner Nation? I am Casey Mallon, and collectively, we are in a Sooner state of mind. Make sure to like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Make it so, people. Football is back, and Bet Online is your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with all the up to the minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with Bet Online's real time updates on statistics, news, and odds. From week one all the way to the college football playoff and Super Bowl, Bet Online gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online where the game starts. Sooner nation. How we feeling? Gotta confess, I'm still vibing off that big road win over Cincy last week. Felt pretty good to get that Big 12 win on the goodbye tour. Last year in the Big 12, heading to the SEC, gotta check off the list. Gotta beat down all these teams. If you missed the show last week, go back and check it out. It's evergreen. You can hear all that good information. Get caught up on what you've been missing from Sooner's State of Mind. Join the Hive. And I am still completely stoked out on this Oklahoma defense. They're getting better every week. It's a lot of fun to watch. And what's next? We're getting close. BV is assembling a team. He's getting some dogs out there. But it is time to move forward. And we are on to Iowa State. And if we're not careful, I can hear it in my head. Admiral Akbar. It's a drop. Yeah, that's right. Star Wars references three shows in a row. What are the odds? I'm making it four in a row. Never tell me the odds. Meta. It is another date on the goodbye to the Big Twelve Tour. This one is a hometown show, as I mentioned. The Iowa State Cyclones. They are two and two. This is an old time series back to the Big Eight days, and OU has dominated: seventy nine wins, seven losses, and two ties. Sooners have also won three in a row versus the Cyclones. But you might you might remember these jerks came into Norman back in twenty seventeen, turned a twenty four to thirteen halftime deficit into thirty eight to thirty one. Cyclones victory. I don't like it. I didn't like it then. I still don't like it. That Iowa State team was pretty stacked. David Montgomery. Alan Lazard. Hakeem Butler. Take that 2017 loss as a good reminder. Do not look past this opponent. Matt Campbell. Head coach there in Ames. Had a short run of being the guy at coach for a hot minute. He's still doing pretty good. Owns the second best winning percentage at Iowa State. Twice he's been named the Big 12 Coach of the Year. In 2020, he led the Cyclones to a Big 12 championship game. A loss to our Sooners. But they would go on to beat Oregon in the Fiesta Bowl. Campbell's also put a few big time players into the NFL. Most recently, Brock Purdy and Brees Hall. Both of those guys are kicking total butt. Defensive coordinator, John Heacock. He's got that Cyclone three-three-five defense. Causes teams fits. It's very stingy. Can cause a lot of problems. They're giving up just over 16 points a game. They're very tough to pass against. They're very tough to convert third downs against. However, OU has been pretty good in both of those categories this season, so we will definitely see what happens on Saturday. Last week, Iowa State freshman quarterback Rocco Beck got it going versus Okie State, twenty-seven to thirty-eight, three hundred and forty-eight yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions in the huge. win over those pokes. All right, Rocco. They're going to need more Rocco because this team has not been good at running the ball. Last week, 87 yards on 37 rushes. That's 2.2 per carry. That is bad news for Iowa State as that's right around what the Sooners are giving up. Less than three yards of carry for these Sooners and only 94 yards a game. If those trends continue, that's looking good for these Sooners. As I mentioned, do not let this game be a trap game. It's hard not to look forward to next week, but next week's game is a whole lot less sexy going in at four and one than it is going in at five-o. Oh. Five and oh, people. That's what we need. Take it game by game, week by week. We do our business this week, and that's what it will be for you-know-who. Now, until last week, this Iowa State team had been struggling to score points. They're 13th in the Big 12 in scoring offense at just 21 points a game. The Cyclones, on defense, whole different story. They lead the Big 12 in total defense passing defense, and our third in scoring defense at 16.5 per game. This OU defense, also very good. They are third in the nation in rushing per game. Second in the nation, giving up just 8.5 points per game. Single digits, people. And last week, 25 different Sooners got defensive snaps in the game against Cincinnati. That is a great mix of salty veterans and some outstanding young bloods. And these young bloods are coming, baby. They keep fighting for playing time. Although this defense is led by Danny Stutzman, the unquestioned leader of the defense. And each week he continues to get better and better. Did you know that when Danny Stutzman's parents had nightmares when he was a child? They would come into his bedroom. Danny Stutzman is not to be messed with. And speaking of Stutz, Sooner Nation, let's start the campaign to get Stutz to return for his senior year. Can you imagine this guy in SEC play? I need to not only imagine it, I need to see it next year. If you're a student and you see him on campus, let him know. Local businesses, give my dude a free meal, get him a car. Whatever it takes, do the work, people. Let's make it happen. Sooner state of mind. Put that consciousness together and let's put that into the universe. Let's get this guy one more season in Norman. I know we've got a lot of great football left out of him this year, but I'm greedy. I want more. I want a whole nother year. There is so much talent on this team, specifically on the defensive side of the ball. People have said in the past it was hard to recruit. They couldn't get the top players to Oklahoma. That doesn't seem to be the case with BV and Chavis and Bates. They seem to be doing work. So much youth and talent on this team. And if you talk to anybody around the program, coach, player, anyone, the first name everybody mentions is PJ Adebare. This guy is a physical specimen and you can see the progress play-to-play play on the field. He is going to be an outstanding player. And it is just a matter of time before this dude is destroying games and completely taking over. I'm completely stoked for this cat. He is so exciting to watch. And he will be in household name sooner than later. You can believe that maybe even by the end of this season. Uh oh, can't wait. Now, the defense has been amazing, top 10 in so many categories. The Sooners offense has been pretty solid, too. Not solid enough for some. Some bellyaching in Sooner Nation. But this offense is fourth in the nation in scoring at almost 47 points a game. Sixth in passing. Not only that, Dylan Gabriel leads the Big 12 in passing yards passing efficiency, passing touchdowns, and completion percentage. That's just not good enough for a very spoiled portion of Sooner Nation. It's a small portion, but you hear them out there. Guess you can't please everybody all of the time. Why try? DG, keep doing your thing, brother. I believe in you. Sooner Nation believes in you. And I know that team does too. Who's doing work out there? Nick Anderson, that's who's doing work. Four TDs over the last two weeks. He seems to have figured it out. It was just about staying healthy with this guy. He's big. He's fast. He can run like nobody's business. Got some shiftiness too, and just flat out over the top speed. Four TDs, last two games. What's he got in store for Iowa State? And Drill Anthony reached out in the transfer portal, got a diamond. This guy's not a diamond in the rough. He's already shining bright like a diamond. Back-to-back games with 100-plus receiving yards. He's been DG's go-to guy. And that combination has been pretty freaking sweet so far. I'm into it. Farouk. Petaway. Lots of studs here. Freeman. But you know what else? Drake Stoops. Came back. And I'm glad he did. You know what else? Drake, Stooks. Drake Stoops likes to effing block. Several times in a game, you can catch that dude downfield barreling over a DB, creating lanes to the end zone. Not living off Pops' his name. This guy is a hard worker and a great teammate. Love seeing number 12 on the field. Now, if anything needs work, For these Sooners, it is the run game. They are averaging almost 160 on the ground per game. But there's not been any home runs. Baseball analogy for football? Yeah, home run. When you get that and you take it to the house. The longest run of the season? Only 30 yards. We're not used to seeing that here. We're used to seeing 30-yard runs multiple times during the game, 50, 60, 70-yard runs to the house. The talent's in that running back room to make that happen. It just hasn't happened yet. Part of the reason, no one has established themselves as the go-to guy. Last year we got the Coast, man. Eric Gray was getting it done. Couldn't get that guy off the field. This year, it's still TBD. We're four games in and someone needs to emerge. Tons of talent, Major, Walker, Sawchuck, Barnes, the dudes are there. Tons of talent, we just need someone to take over. We've seen all of these guys flash, but I need a lead back. I need someone to just take that and run with it. After the bowl game against Florida State, it looked like that would either be Javante Barnes or Gavin Sawchuck. Both those guys have been fighting through some injuries leading up into the season, and I feel like that's kind of slowed their progress down. I still think sachuk has got a lot to give, very limited, 10 carries on the season, 20-something yards. Got to have more out of him. Tawi Walker, he's been the most productive so far. Love everything you hear about this guy. Hard worker, and that starting role is one during the week, and he's been able to do it a few times. Even so, only 34 carries for 176 yards on the season. We're four games in. That's not enough. Who is going to be the dude? Now, I do trust that Coach DeMarco Murray will get this figured out, but having that number one running back is the missing piece to this offense taking the next step and being unstoppable. If they get that sorted out, the sky is the limit for this team. Past games getting there. Little work on the deep ball. But, man, if we could supplement it with just hardcore running, I like our chances in doing something special. As for this game on Saturday, I do expect Dylan Gabriel to be able to get all the mid-range stuff and hit those flats, maybe with some of those running backs, get them involved in the pass game, and then get them going uh running-wise. Overall, they're going to have to run that rock, though, and try to force – that Iowa State defense to get back, force some of those fives to get closer to the line. If they can move some of those guys closer to the line, maybe they can take some shots over the top. Anthony on one side, Nick Anderson on the other, Jaden Gibson, Freeman, Stoops, Petaway, Farouk. Weapons oh plenty, all right? Need that running game defensively, I do expect OU to continue their dominance in stuffing the run game. It's been lights out. We mentioned under three yards of carry, one of the tops in the nation at doing it. If they can shut down that Iowa State run game, which has not been very good, they can force that game onto the shoulders of a freshman quarterback. (laughs) And if they can get that done, they can continue to send that relentless pressure. Moving in, fresh bodies, barreling over that Iowa State offensive line, creating havoc, putting painful hits on that quarterback. Make Rocco see ghosts. Make Rocco make bad decisions. Make Rocco turn that ball over via fumble or interception, sack fumble. I don't care. Just give it back to us. Get greedy for it, Sooners. Take this game over on defense. I think they can, and I think they will. But we've seen it in the past. These Sooners in a game where they're supposed to come out, they sleepwalk. That wasn't a different administration. I think things are getting turned around with this current staff. I do not think they will be sleepwalking through this one. I think they will show up ready to play and handle that business. And when we come back next week, we will take a look how it all went down against Iowa State. Let's check in really quick, like with some of our Sooners in the NFL. Jalen Hurts has those birds undefeated at three and zero. Pretty good. What's he like? Eighteen and one in his last nineteen starts or something? Sick like that. Unfortunately. That third win of the season came at the expense of Baker Mayfield as the Eagles beat the Bucs on Monday Night Football 25-11. to 11. Monday Night Doubleheader, not too bad if you're into the pro football, which I am. I'm into all the football, yeah. I've been known to watch some CFL in the offseason. I watch the Spring Leagues. I watch it all. Why? Because I'm a sicko. I love it, and I love my Sooners, and I love Sooner football. That's why I'm in a sooner state of mind digressing here. People let me get back pro football second game of the Monday night doubleheader, Joe Mixon in that sweet ass white tiger drip. I love that uniform combination. That white helmet makes it so dope. Think since he's undefeated in those, maybe they should wear them more often because that was since he's first win of the season, Joe was doing work, 70 scrimmage yards and a touchdown in that 1916 victory over the Los Angeles Rams. Los Angeles, Hollywood, it's all together. Speaking of Hollywood, Hollywood Brown last week had five catches for 61 yards and a touchdown in that upset win. Over C.D. Lamb and the Dallas Cowboys. Arizona Cardinals. Kyler watched from the sideline. He's not back yet. But Hollywood finally looks healthy. He's been struggling with it for a while. He's looking fast again. He's looking shifty. got his touchdown last week. And a huge win for the Cardinals. And I know Bronco fan can find no joy in that blowout loss to Miami. 70-20. to 20. That's a college football score. Are you kidding me? What is going on in Denver? Very few bright spots. But one of the brightest spots so far, our dude Marvin Mims, baby. Three catches for 73 yards last week and a 99-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. He had plenty of chances because Miami scored 10 touchdowns in that game. Can you believe that? Ouch. Marvin Mims getting some ROI for those Denver Broncos on that pick. Good job, double M. And got to give it up for my dude, K-9, Kenneth Murray. This dude has been struggling with injuries and getting acclimated to the pros so far in his young career. But the last two weeks, he's put together his two best games as a pro. And against those Vikings, nine tackles, a TFL, and the game-winning interception, the game-sealing interception in the end zone to snuff out the Vikings and the Skulls. Skull. Got it done for the Chargers last week. Big time. Good job, K-9. All right, back to college. Your mom goes to college. Friday Night Lights, people getting it started. Clear eyes, full hearts. If in your mind or out loud you said can't lose, you're my people, and that's why you are here. Let's get it started, Pack 12 Number 10, Utah at number 19, Oregon State. Beavers, four-point favorites at home. Tough loss for the beeves last week against the Cougs. What a great game. They battled back, almost got over the top, just fell a little bit short. They're going to give Utah all that the Utes want and more. Now, for those Utes, Cam Rising. He's returned to practice, splitting reps with Nate Johnson this week, but has not been given the final go-ahead to play. The Utes need him back. Still 4-0 on the season, but they are playing on borrowed time. They need him back, that experience, that leadership, especially as they get into the thick of Pac-12 play. Hopefully he'll be back sooner than later. That is a good game either way. And I like a nice college game on Friday night. Gets me a little bit sleepy to wake up to a full slate of college games on Saturday. And early, we got some good ones. Number eight, USC at Colorado. The Trojans, 21 and a half point favorites. We bought the ticket and we took the ride. And it was glorious for three weeks. I'm not upset about it. But last week, that Dan, the angry duck, click baited some nasty Buffalo vibes and ruined the Dion dream. I think I can speak for the entirety of Sooner Nation, though, in saying that we would love to see some primetime Buffalo Magic this Saturday morning. Would that stoke you guys out? It would stoke me out, unfortunately. (laughs) Buffs have to deal with that number 13 guy, and he is pretty freaking good. Ooh, I like this. Number 24, Kansas. At number 3, Texas. Horns are 16 and a half point favorites. And much like the Sooners, if the Horns are looking past KU towards the OU and play like PU, they could drop this game. These Jayhawks are exciting. And Jalen Daniels is very nice. And normally I would rock chalk all over that disgusting Burt Orange. And this might be sacrilege to say, but I think I would rather see OU and Texas both be undefeated for next week's game. But if the Jayhawks go into Austin and pull off the upset and send all those horns home sad, I'll be able to find joy in that. I'm okay with it. Number 13, LSU. At number 20, Ole Miss. LSU, two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Jaden Daniels has been living off the big play. Has a TD pass of at least 47 yards in four straight games. Sabin did Lane and Ole Miss and Jackson Dart dirty last week. Ooh, that was brutal. But if Ole Miss can whoop these Tigers at home, that would go a long way of keeping these Rebs in the SEC mix. This is a huge game. The loser can probably say goodbye to any uh, dreams of an SEC title. Number 11, Notre Dame at number 17, Duke the Irish five-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Can those Irish recover from a heartbreaking loss in a game they should have won last week? Can they show up versus a very feisty and undefeated Duke team in a night game in Durham? Duke doing work. Sam Hartman lost to these Blue Devils last year when he was a demon deacon. What is up with all these satanic mascots? Is Slayer going to reunite to play halftime? A little dead skin mask for the peoples? I'm into it. Let me know, because I'll watch that. Believe me. Honorable mention, the Tennessee Vols 12-point favorites will be wearing the all-black dark mode uni Saturday night. Can they ride that swag to a win over the Gamecocks? TBD? Yeah, I'm a uniform geek. I love it. Show me more. Give me more alt-unis. I'm here for it. What do you guys think? Do you like the alt-unis or are you a traditionalist? Let me know. S-S-O-M, host at gmail.com. Not, on for, not only for the uniform stuff. You got questions? You want answers? You want to hear about things during the show? We can make it happen. It starts with you. Got to get click clacking on the little keyboard there. S-S-O-M, host at gmail.com. Come back next week as we will recap the Iowa State game and all the good action from college football this weekend. And if you would be so kind as to like and subscribe to Sooner State of Mind on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, we appreciate it. Tell a friend. Let them know. Share the love. It's all good, baby. And if you want to watch Sooner State of Mind, head on over to YouTube and search the football dudes. You will find us. Sooner State of Mind is brought to you by BetOnline. My name is Casey Mallon. I am in a Sooner State of Mind. Enjoy the games, people. We will be back next week. Boomer Sooner. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks?